Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to yet another episode of the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Ryan Michael Suki, boy, Chip Tiernan. What it do? Nothing. Honest to God, nothing is going on right now. That's true. There is just Phillies baseball. So, yep. NBA signings. Um, we could, we're probably just going to talk Sixers for a little bit. And then yep. The hilarious situation out of Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, only reason I say hilarious is because Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, yeah. He thought he won, and then it's like, wait a second, where, where are you going, KD? Kyrie, are you leaving too? Oh man, now I'm now I'm going to actually have to try to carry the team instead of sit at home and play video games. Yeah, and fake back. Wild. Crazy stuff, right? Weird. But uh, yeah, the Phillies. Uh, how about them Phils, huh? Yeah, yeah, performing pretty admirably, to say the least, uh, without Bryce. Uh, took two out of three from St. Louis, which was uh, pretty pretty big. They're a pretty solid team. Uh, Nolan Arenado is a god. Yeah, he's uh, on my fantasy team. Yeah, uh, anyway. Um, and, uh, yes, a couple Sixers signings. Um, no trades as of yet um, in, in terms of the Sixers. Uh, there, there have been across the league, but um, – you know, a few few bench signings, which I think will uh, hopefully pay dividends. And uh, yeah, that's that's basically it. Not much going on. The Sixers didn't make it far last year because of the bench. Yep. It looks like they've addressed the bench, and they're meeting. They met with James Harden this weekend. That was uh, what was being reported. So. Yeah, and all signs point to him uh, coming back on a cheaper deal, which is good. Uh, shout out to James Harden for, you know, taking one for the team. And, um, you know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I feel like he's one of those players that gets a bad rap for whatever reason, even though Definitely. he probably doesn't deserve it. Yeah, a lot of guys are giving him credit, uh, which is which is good. Because, he, you know, he does. He deserves it. And, um, you know, he just wants to win. And it's clear to see. All right, well, that's really what we're going to be talking about this episode, so I got nothing left. What'd you say, Chippy? Excuse the rock music. You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production, enhancing your Philly sports experience. Let's talk the recent Sixer signings. Big offseason so far. Very interesting, to say the least, in terms so, of the whole NBA. The Sixers have signed P.J. Tucker. That was a fully guaranteed deal around 36 mil. And then Trevlin Queen, I had no idea who he was. I had to do a lot of Googling on that. And, yeah, uh, I I heard of him before, um, but I know he was undrafted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know he was the G League MVP, mm-hmm. and I know he tore it up in the G League playoffs. And I'm pretty sure he led his team to the championship in the G League, and then played. Uh, and I know he got called up to play for Houston last year. Uh, he only played ten games. 
but a lot of people have high hopes for the kid. He's 25. Um, you know, I mean, really came out of nowhere. Uh, signed him to a you know a cheap deal, only like three million bucks. So you know, it's like a, it's kind of like a low risk, high reward type of signing. Uh, he's gonna play in the summer league as well, so you can take a look at him uh, pretty pretty soon. Um, and uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. Maybe he'll crack the the rotation. Maybe honestly, I I don't hate the signing for what it was. It, yeah, take a shot on the kid, see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. And then who else did they sign? Um, and then they brought in uh, Daniel House on a two year, eight and a half million dollar deal. So, you know, Daryl Morey is uh, he's signing his former Rockets. Um, all, you know, all three of our signings so far have been former Rockets. Um you know, I know Queen only played 10 games for him last year, but still from a rocket. Um, so, but yeah, um, Tucker is is a guy that, that we needed. Um, just his personality, his his play style. Um, you know, he, he's he's definitely someone we de- we desperately needed. Um, Daniel House is going to be a solid rotation player. Um, again, just adding depth to the bench is is what we needed desperately. You mentioned earlier. It's, pretty much the reason we lost um it was and dead, thing. the lack of depth and yeah every single time the bench would go out there i mean credit to paul reed he did as much as he could yeah. but he wasn't ready to assume that role of playing more and he'd be getting foul trouble quite often and, and that's on doc because he didn't play him during the regular season yeah kept going with deandre jordan and i mean I, I keep saying it like i really hate to just disrespect deandre jordan but he just doesn't have it anymore and that's and fine. He had a good he started with Denver. Just, he signed with Denver in like the first 10 minutes of free agency, and it just boggled my mind. I don't know why. Like, like they they could have, they had so many other options at backup. Yeah. Like he's he's gonna be backing up Jokic, but I mean, he's not good. <laughs> I mean, what do we we need a, another backup center? I would assume is what yeah. they're gonna go after. Probably. And I I don't know if they're gonna move Tobias or not. Uh, from what yeah, I've read, it's still I think, speculation. I think that they seem comfortable with where he's at. Yeah. And, you know, the role that he played last year, although different than before, you know, I think they're content with it. But yeah, he is I mean, a huge cap hit. Yeah, that's the problem. And I think I think they're still going to do their due diligence on the trade market. I still they're going to I still think they're going to look for options. Um, but I think they'll only do it if you know we get a good a good thing back um because you can't trade Tobias and then if you trade him you become a worse team like that can't happen so right. you're going to trade him you still have to be either where you're at or even better um so that's the only way I would do it personally um when Tobias Harris was aggressive and driving the lane especially in the playoffs yeah he, he fits right in and, that's and he, he, he played really well defensively especially in the Toronto series yes he did so if he can so, do that, then I think they'll be content. The only problem I have with Tobias Harris is how much he's making. That's it. Yep. Everything else is fine. I That's don't want it. him to go yeah. like the way he fits with the team. But he is overpaid. I yes. think everyone knows it. And it goes back to organizational mistakes. Um, once Jimmy Butler wanted out, I think it was a panic signing. And now we have to see what we can do to fix that. 
Yeah. So we'll see. Like I said, I think Daryl Morey will, you know, continue to, you know, search the trade market. Um, but it remains to be seen if, if a deal is going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know if they're going to make another move <laughs> or not. Uh, we saw today someone posted on uh, about Reggie Bullock saying that he's the next sixer. But I think I think people are just trolling at this point. I don't see that happen. Yeah, I don't know what that was. That was weird. I don't know. Unless there's some mega trade coming that we're, we're not privy to. But I doubt that. I mean, hey, it could happen, but we'll see. No news I as mean, of yet. I don't know. Uh, Jalen Brunson got the bag from Dallas, so I don't know if they're going to try to make some moves. Yeah, they could. Um, they definitely He's need not it. from Dallas, from New York, but yeah, jump yeah. ship immediately. Yeah. Um, so I mean, they still have Dinwiddie to play the point, but um, they may look to add some depth as well. So you know, it could be a possibility. Um, a trade with Dallas or. I don't know. I mean, there's there's a million different scenarios where, I mean, we could trade for Kevin Durant. I mean, who knows? Um, you know, uh, I'm I'm never I'm never gonna say anything is impossible anymore in the NBA because the NBA is nuts. <laughs> so the NBA is insane. Uh, I yeah. think there's gonna be more moves that we don't expect. I think the biggest move that I didn't expect is what the Celtics got Brogdon for. They took all the scrubs on their team, threw them in a <laughs> trade deal, and they accepted it. They gave up two players and a pick for Malcolm Brogdon. Two players who, who made who didn't have an impact at all for the Celtics. Thanks a lot, Pacers. Yeah. Why can't you do that with us? I'll take Malcolm Brogdon for nothing. Yeah. Uh, I don't get I still can't wrap my head around that one. Oh, I hate the Celtics. Who's your least favorite team, by the way? The Celtics. Yeah. Okay. Same. And no, no second thought. I, I dislike playing the Heat mostly because Heat Twitter scares me. I, I'm on the record of saying that they scare mm-hmm. me very much. Yeah, they're um. They're passionate, to say the least. And uh, um, that's that's a that's a nice way of saying it. That's a kind way of saying it. Yes. <laughs> I don't really. Not just in Boston. I don't post much, but. Yeah, I don't either. But. I mean, NBA Twitter in general is a. You know. It's a nightmare. Just a lot of negativity and. I don't know. People care way too much about the NBA. It's nuts. Yeah. It's probably one of the most active and fun to follow off seasons. For so, sure. I mean, there's so many moving parts, you know? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the way that the contracts are set up, there's actually like, when you look at the NBA, there's not a whole bunch of open roster spots. So any move is really kind of big. Right. Uh, I, I don't know what the Sixers are going to do next. I don't think they're done. Yeah, I think they'll sign a backup big at the vet minimum. Um, 
and there there are some options out there. I was talking to Ryan before the podcast boogie, started. Boogie boogie. Um, boogie Cousins is still available. Uh, Hassan mm-hmm. Whiteside still available as well. So, uh, you know, among others, um, like I said, DeAndre Jordan signed with Denver like five minutes in free agency, still. Um, but yeah, there's still some options out there. Um, definitely an upgrade over DeAndre Jordan. Um, so I think we'll see what he has more, uh, the, he has more gas in the tank that people give him credit for. I think he, he does too. I mean, he's not going to be, you know, he's not going to score 28 and, you know, have 10 rebounds a game anymore. Um, but he can, you know, he can give you 10 to 12 minutes and, you know, be effective. Yeah, I, I have full confidence that he could give a much better effort in the minutes that he gets yeah. than what DeAndre Jordan gave last year. Yeah, I mean, DeAndre Jordan was literally, like, I mean, he was just, he was brutally bad. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I mean, you know, really anybody can be an upgrade over DeAndre Jordan at this point, but um, there are still some valuable options out there that you could get for cheap, so. Yeah, we'll just have to follow along and see what happens at that point. But I got nothing left on the Sixers. Do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, not really. Um, don't trade Tyrese Maxey for the love of God. Because I swear to God, if you do. No, this is just general NBA talk now. But the whole Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving situation in Brooklyn. It's wild. That That, that team is flipped turned upside down at this point. I mean, like, there was, you know, the whole thing with Kyrie, like he, there was things, they were saying things that he declined his option, but then he accepted it. Um, and then Kevin Durant requests a trade and then Twitter went ballistic. And then Kyrie was like, you know, he, he accepted, but he wants to be traded now. So and and now they they still want to play together, Kevin and uh, Durant and Kyrie. They still want to play. Like I, I don't know what's going on. Like there's so many so many reports and I, I don't know. Um, but there's been talks with the Heat for Kevin Durant. There's been talks with the Suns. Obviously the Sixers' name are, are going to be thrown thrown in the hat as well. Um, for both Kyrie and Kevin Durant. Uh, but I mean we're going to have to give up a lot. You know, there. I saw another report saying it's going to be a, an, an historic, you know, trade. You know, in, in terms of the amount that the Nets get back for Kevin Durant. So, yeah. I don't know I what mean, that means. I mean, it's going to be multiple first-round picks. You know, and and when I mean when I say multiple, I mean at least three, four, five. Um, you know, it's going to be multiple players. I mean, in the Rudy Gobert trade, there was five players and four picks going back to Utah. So it's probably gonna be more, even more than that, which is insane. Well, you know, I was thinking if if they do opt to trade Kyrie Irving, can't they trade them together for just a massive package? I guess they technically could, um, you know, if they look at, cause I said they want, cause they want to play together. Uh, apparently, again, I don't know. There's so many rumors out there. Um, but yeah, we I mean, don't know what's you, true or what's not either because right. nothing is verified. And it's exactly. like that's the hardest part right now for me is I just want to know what yeah. the actual case is. OK, so I know for a fact from what I've read on ESPN and other sports outlets like Bleacher Report that Kevin Durant did request a trade. But I don't know anything else other than that. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. Um, and 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 the only thing we other we, we know, too, is Kyrie accepted or uh 
yeah, accepted his qualifying offer. So, um, or his player option, sorry. So that's the only thing we know. But, yeah, you could, I mean, I guess you could technically trade them both in the same trade um, to the same team. Uh, Mm -hmm. They want to go to the Lakers, or Kyrie wants to go to the Lakers at least. Uh, as reports, Durant could go back to the Warriors. Um, I don't know. There's a report that Kyrie could be traded straight up for Russell Westbrook, which would be stupid. Um, yep, yep, yep. At least. Um, so, there. I don't know. But the NBA is wild. And like I mentioned it earlier, the Rudy Gobert trade, that was insane. Dude, it, that haul... Was they got nuts. five players and four picks for like, don't, I, I'm Rudy not Gobert. trying to disrespect Rudy Gobert here because he is a great NBA player. That was an overpayment. <laughs> and you, you like, cannot give up that much. Like, can Carl Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert play together? Like they'll probably move Cat back to the four, but Yeah. I mean, and again, I know you know Cat can play the perimeter, you know, you can have Gobert play, you know, the middle. Um, you still got Anthony Edwards, you still got D'Angelo Russell. Um, but you don't have much after that. Like, I mean, we saw the Sixers, their their bench is going to be thin. Um, so I, I don't know. Um, it was a it was a weird trade in my opinion. Uh, now, what was the deal with them down there? Like, did him and Donovan Mitchell just not get along? I don't or- know. I mean, there's again, there's so many reports that come out that Donovan Mitchell was upset with them, and um, you know, but you know they oh, traded. I think, I think everything kind of went downhill. Rudy Gobert was the one that uh, got COVID and touched everything, right? Yeah, that, and then I everyone mean, that, got sick. Yeah, that that's kind of what started it in terms of like the drama, I guess. Mm-hmm. Again, according to the reports, uh, like ever since then, Mitchell was like. Not, you know, not cool with them. And, you know, they, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, But now that he got traded, they're saying that they want to build around Donovan Mitchell. Uh, Their head coach, Quinn Snyder, is not there anymore. They got a new coach. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, They're definitely worse than they were before. And then, but even with Rudy Gobert, they still lost in the second round. So, or the first round, whatever it was. So, I don't know. I mean, they're not, right now, in my opinion, they're not. There, there could they could be a fringe playoff team, but they're not good enough to make a deep playoff run. Yeah, I see what you mean. Uh, and they traded Royce O'Neal to the Nets, so you know, I, I don't know. I mean, they, they, they got a bunch of first round picks though um, from Minnesota. They got one from Brooklyn in the Royce O'Neal trade as well. So I don't know. Maybe they're they're doing like a mini rebuild, but they're trying to keep Mitchell. Uh, but I don't think Donovan Mitchell's going to like that. So. I mean, I'm trying to just keep my Twitter open to see if anything crazy happens. But And there was a picture of Donovan Mitchell with Joel Embiid and Tyrese Maxey. And people went nuts. I know. Well, that's another thing, too. They play in the same league. They, they yeah. might just be friends outside. They can be friends, yeah. Like, Joel Embiid and Jimmy Butler are good friends. And, yeah. <laughs> like, we don't make a big deal out of that. Every time they talk, they're like, oh, Joel Embiid to the Heat? <laughs> oh, dude. I have no clue what's going to happen now, but. Yeah, dude. The NBA is nuts. Yeah. It's almost too much at times. 
Like it can be, it can be overwhelming at times. It's a lot of drama too. It is. It is a lot of drama. It's like a, it's like a um, reality TV show. Pretty much. It's like Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah. But not. If there's a reality TV show that followed a basketball team, I'm sure there's a bunch of drama that we don't. Oh my god. That never comes to surface that we would see. Oh sure, sure. But and let's move again, on with, with like social media real quick. There's so many false reports too. Like, for example, like oh Joel Embiid and Tobias Harris hate each other, and then like the next day they're like, no, it's completely false. Like it's just it's so crazy. Yep. Um, but anyway. That's the NBA. Let's, <laughs> that's, that's enough NBA for the day. <laughs> but uh, let's walk it off and talk Phils. Uh, tough series against Atlanta. Yeah. And then split series with the Cardinals. Uh, no, they took two out of three from the Cardinals. Okay. Um, and then they have Washington up next for three. And then they go back to they, – they play the Cardinals again, but in St. Louis, I think for four. Um, so that's the next two series coming up. But, yeah, it took two out of three from St. Louis. They're a pretty solid team. Um, but you know, the Phillies, they, they got to beat their rivals and they're not doing it this year so far. Um, you know, they're beating the nationals, but everyone beats nationals. Um, but yeah, when it comes to like Atlanta or New York or even Miami, um, they're just not, they're not, they're not winning the series. Um, and that's what they got to do if they want to make up some ground. Uh, Yeah. like, Like you said, in that Atlanta series, they had the opportunity to, and they, they couldn't do it. So. I mean, in the St. Louis series, they gave up four consecutive home runs in the first inning. But then they won the game, I think. Yeah, it was <laughs> nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. Or was that the game? That might have been the game they lost. But they only if if it was the game they lost, they only lost by one. So I haven't been following this weekend because it's Fourth of July weekend, and I have been very busy. Uh but let me see. I, I can actually – let me pull up all the stats. I mean, it's going to be a tough stretch for them coming up because Zach Eflin's on the IL, and then they just put Ranger Suarez on the IL as well. Um, and they, they lost that game. So, yeah, it was. And I think it was 7-6, the final. It was 7-6, and uh, Nolan um, Arenado hit a homer in the ninth. Yeah. So, it's going to be a tough stretch coming up. I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with the two open spots. Um, they keep pitching Bailey Falter. I don't know why, in my opinion, he's not that good. Uh, but they really have nobody else. So I'm, I'm curious to see what they do. Um, they'll probably keep Falter in the rotation, and then they might do, like, an opener to, to fill in for Suarez, who's on the IL now. Um, I think they need another starting pitcher anyway because Kyle Gibson has been pretty bad. So we'll Kyle see what Gibson's happens. Kyle is almost five. Yeah, so he's been – and his last couple starts, he's been not good. Um so, I mean, the trade deadline's at the end of, end of this month, so um, we'll see. I mean, they could make an early trade or they could wait. I, I don't know. Um, but this is, you know, like I said, like I say every time we talk Phillies, these games, you know, during the dog days of summer still matter. And, you know, they're going to determine if you make the playoffs or not. So I know we're only in July, in the beginning of July, which is crazy because time is flying by, but these games still matter. And especially games against your rivals. So, you know, we got they're putting up runs, which is good. Yeah. The, the pitching is just inconsistent still. Yeah. 
They're and very good at times. Don't get me wrong, but then there's some games the bats just die though. Exactly. Yep. Yep. So I I don't know. And it's always for Aaron Nola for some reason. I feel like they can so never hit when he's on the mound. Yeah, he's he's been he's great. been legit like screwed so many times. I know. It's a shame because he's been so good. But it's definitely. It's weird. It's strange for sure. I, I have no idea. Has I know Zach Wheeler's been chi- Zach Wheeler's also been pitching good. I think his ERA is right around two five, two six. Yeah, so he's been really good. But other than that, uh, you know, it, it's been inconsistent. Um, and then I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Castellanos and Real Muto. Those are the two biggest, just really head scratchers for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, both of those guys typically are, are really, really good hitters, and they're just not having good seasons right now. Um, could they bounce back? Absolutely. But so far, they've been not as advertised, um, which is weird. Uh, you know, Castellanos is, is not hitting for power like he usually does. He's not getting on. Same thing with JT. He's not really a power guy as much of a Castellanos is, but, you know, he's not getting on either. So, I don't know. Um, Hoskins has been really good the last month. Schwarber's been hitting bombs. There's talk, there's talk of him being in the All Star game now, which is insane to me because he's hitting, still hitting like 220. Um, but I mean, he his June bombed. was really good. He hit a lot of home runs in June. He so. did. He really did. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the All Star game, honestly. And you know, it, it, we talked about it before. It could just be these guys are just getting settled in. It is yeah. a new team. It was a shortened spring training, and they're getting acclimated with everybody in the city. Yeah. So uh, I'm not going to. Uh, Castellanos is hitting 250. So he's not terrible. It's just not what we expected. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And JT's hitting like, like two, about 240, I believe. Um. So just not what I was expecting out of those guys. Uh. But like you said, it could be, you know, like all that situation. But as the season goes on and on and on, you know, that's less of an excuse, in my opinion, because, you know, they're getting more and more time to get acclimated. And Well, the reason um, I brought that up was because of how good Schwarber was in June. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, again, and like I said, they could they still they still have plenty of time to bounce back. Uh, and I, I hope they do, because um, that would be huge, especially right now with Harper out for a long period of time. Uh, and we need them. So. That's a shame what happened with Bryce Harper too. I it really is. That. It's such it's such a shame. I mean, he was on he was on another MVP season. I mean, MVP caliber season. Just un, unbelievable. And it, and it happens to so many guys now. It's a shame. Like so many guys just get hit in in a weird spot and they're out for two three months. It, it really is a shame. Uh, there's nothing you can do really. I mean, you could. I don't know. There's I don't know. I don't know what can what can you do. I mean, pitches get away from guys sometimes. It just happens. It's something that happens. It's something that always happens. There are going to be games where players have their A game and then just don't, too. I mean, that's just part of life, you know? Sometimes you wake up and you're just like, I just don't have it today. Yeah, so it's a shame what happened to them. But, you know, we're the fighting fills, and they got to keep fighting. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So hopefully you win this series, obviously against Washington, and then you got a big four-game series in St. Louis uh, against, uh, you know, another wild-card team, you know, that you're fighting against. So should be a good one. All right. 
I don't really have anything else to add at this point. Yeah, no Eagles news, no Flyers news. I miss the birds. Which means we've reached our destination for the day. Oh, before we what? before we end, sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Let me give a shout out to the Philadelphia Stars. Okay. They made it to the inaugural, uh, I don't know how to say that word, inaugural uh, USFL championship. They did lose. They lost by three, unfortunately, but they did make the championship. Um, so just shout out to them. A uh, little, little Philly pride there. So I think once they actually move to each individual city, the viewership will go up instead of playing in Birmingham. Yeah, they should. They definitely should. Uh, especially because, you know, they play when the Eagles don't. So they can use the financial field if they wanted to. Um, uh, it depends on the leasing rights, you know. I mean, yeah, that's true. But do you think the uh, Eagles would say no? Yeah. That's Why? Direct, direct competition with the NFL. That's true. But. I mean, we have other stadiums, right? Yeah, probably. I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll, shout we'll, out to them. They made the championship. They did come up short, but still, shout out to them. Um, I follow them on Instagram, so I was kind of following them and see what they were doing. And they actually made the championship. Um, so, shout out to them. And you know, if, if you have Philadelphia in your name, I'm going to shout you out. So, fair enough. I know they didn't play technically play in Philly, but they're the Philadelphia Stars. So who cares? <laughs> All right, we've reached our destination for the day. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Philly Bandwagon Podcast. Go to phlsportsnation.com for all your Philly sports wants, needs, and desires. Go to the podcast tab. Go to the PHL Bandwagon. On there, you can find us on Spotify. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Wherever podcasts are available, we're most likely there. If we're not on a site that you use to listen to podcasts, shoot us an email at phlthebandwagon at gmail.com, and we'll try to get on that site. Um, we also take mailbox requests. If you have anything you want us to talk about specifically, shoot us an email at phlthebandwagon at gmail.com. Or DM us on Twitter, too. You can do that as well. You can also DM us on Twitter, and you can find us there at the PHL Bandwagon. You can also follow me at PHL Ryan Michaels. You can follow Chip at PHL Chip Tiernan. Uh, you can go to the Wake Shop, get your Philly Bandwagon merch, TV Dub merch, summertime, get a nice ball cap, get a tank top t-shirt whatever you need to look good on the beach and represent well we're also on facebook same handle phl bandwagon uh instagram doesn't exist maybe maybe maybe, though it might like maybe eventually yeah i mean i think there's a higher likelihood of chip turning into an andrew knapp fan than that happening I mean, that's never going to happen, so. Oh. Like, ever. Oh. Like, I don't care if there's, like, if someone's threatening me, I don't care. I hate Andrew Knapp. If I texted Chip and said, uh, how you doing? And he said, Andrew Knapp is my favorite player, I would know he's in peril. Yes. So. Yeah. And same thing with you for Hector Harris. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. So. Well, we've reached our destination. We'll see you at the next stop.